Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Yes! Uh, you can eat, yes! Hard-hitting, high-flying, fully disruptive, museum-quality I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast is coming at you right now on today's podcast, on today's museum-quality podcast. Leah Thomas, the most famous transgender swimmer, is done competing against women. She is done competing and kicking ass against women. She's done. I break that down. Plus, the Golden State Warriors ride off into the sunset Health updates and kooky Kyrie Irving may be done with the Brooklyn Nets. Can you believe that shit? All that morning, brand new banging, fully, fully disruptive I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast coming up right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Start this puppy off with something real nice. Start this puppy off with something real proper. But most importantly, start this puppy off with something real loud and real funky. I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast. Coming at you right now. Hard body karate. Let's fucking go. All right. Boom. Yes. Have no fear, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. It's the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. The name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Man Dingo, a.k.a. the Disruptive Warrior, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi, a.k.a. the Raging Bullshitter, a.k.a. Mr. New York, 
aka the Jewish Jake LaMotta, always swinging. 15 rounds of hard body karate. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast coming at you right now. Hope everybody's feeling good. Hope everybody's feeling safe. Hope everybody is feeling sane. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption. Welcome to the Ziggity Zone of Disruption. This is Michael Rappaport again, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast coming leggity live and direct from New York City. We are heading into the last week of June. If you could believe that shit. Can you believe that shit? We're heading into the last days of June. Wild. Hope everybody had a good Father's Day. Hope everybody had a happy Juneteenth. You know, with all the social media, with all the tweets and the Insta- I mean, Father's Day used to just be Father's Day. Now it's like, happy Father's Day. How was your Father's Day? Everybody's like doing a fucking poll about everything. Juneteenth was the other day. My wife woke me up, busting my balls. What are you getting me for Juneteenth? It's Juneteenth. It's a national holiday. How do you even celebrate June? Is it a memorial thing? Do you do you apologize to black people? How do we actually celebrate Juneteenth? Or is it just a state of mind? But Juneteenth is, I think it's the second year. It's a national holiday. And it totally makes sense. It should be acknowledged. What a crazy fucking... It's reading about... The history of... It's like Juneteenth was just discovered. Anyway, I hope everybody's feeling good. Hope everybody's feeling safe. Hope everybody's feeling sane. I am feeling okay. Feeling better than I was the last time I podcasted. You know, I've been talking to you about my... Uh, ulcerative colitis. Um, my weight hasn't gone up, but I did just start... Some medicine... I'm on that Barry Bonds. I'm on that that Lance Armstrong. I am on that Roger Clemens, that Ben Johnson right now. And I've done as much investigation and I've done as much talking and reading. And you know, I met this new doctor, the best guy. I mean, they're all kind of going to tell you the same thing. But I'm on this medicine called prednisone. Again, I also want to I want to thank everybody who's reached out. Concerned, well wishes, worrying, just saying, I hope you're good, dingo. I hope you're you're all right. Continue the disruption. Oh, the disruption's gonna continue. But you know, I had to I had to do something. So I'm on this medicine called prednisone for about three weeks. It's a steroid. And the doctor, the selling points of this medicine, which I took when I was in my 20s, um, when I had, you know, bad colitis. And, and the doctor pretty much told me, he said, listen, we need to do something. Your intestines are fucked up right now. And if we don't do something, they're not going to get better on their own. And I, I know what I'm dealing with well enough to know that he ain't lying. You know, I could do all the probiotics. I could do all the homeopathic stuff, but when you're bleeding in your insides, 
you got to do something. I, I can't continue. You know, the last 12 days were, were probably some of the worst 12 days I've had as an adult physically. They were the worst 12 days I've had as an, an adult physically. Uh, I was feeling fucking nuts. I'm still not myself. Um, but, you know, the no sleeping, the feeling so depleted. I mean, like I told you, my fighting weight, my good healthy weight is between... Probably, like, my best weight is between 200 205. You know, uh, when I've been heavier, you know, year and a half, two years ago, I would be at like 220, which is too heavy. But for the last year and a half, I was at 205, 208. 205, 208, maybe, you know, if you're in Miami vacation, 210. But my, my healthy weight is, let's just say 205. Right now, and I, you know, I'm embarrassed to say this. I, I hate saying this because it's not like I did this on my accord. I'm at 180 fucking pounds. I'm six foot three. I'm not some marathon runner who's like lean. Like I've lost weight and not in a good way. That's been in the last three weeks. And the majority of it has come in the last like two weeks, 14 days. Anyway, I know I said that before, but... You know, I've met with these doctors, talked to the doctor, consulted the doctor, talked to my other doctor, blah, 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 blah. And, and I have to do something to sort of stop the bleeding, literally and figuratively. So I started this medicine that Barry Bonds, that Lance Armstrong, uh, that good Roger Clemens, that Mark McGuire. And I just started it like less than 24 hours ago. And you do feel an effect, you know, within hours. It's not like I'm fucking jumping off of buildings and, you know, not Spider-Man, but just feel a little bit, a little bit more clear-headed and just don't feel as like, you know, my body starts to ache. You know, you're not sleeping, you're depleted, you know, you, I go for, my walks have gotten short, I'm like, fucked up over here. Fucking Gringo Man Dingo fucked up over here. Nonetheless, you know, I'm hoping that things are going to continue to get better. And, um, you know, I'm still taking all the supplements and all that stuff. And I'm eating like I'm fucking clean. I'm scared to eat bad shit right now. I like my sushi. You know, I like it fucking soaked in soy sauce. I like a nice cheeseburger every now and then. You know, a fucking ham and cheese sandwich every now and then. Uh, those things, like, my, you know, my wife was stuffing her face. On Juneteenth, with gummy bears, she loves her gummy bears, and she was like, do you mind? I was like, do it. They look disgusting to me, because the idea of eating anything that will irritate or inflame my body right now, I'm like, do it. It's not like you're, you don't have to ask. Eat a Twix bar. Eat a fucking Snickers. It, it all sounds gross to me, because I'm throwing things up, I'm shitting things out. You know, I eat what I could tolerate. That being said, I do not want anybody to worry about me. I appreciate the support. I'm going to get better. Um, but like I said, you know, this steroid that I'm on, prednisone, the side effects are weight gain, no sleep, and moodiness. I'm like, well, if you're gaining weight, you can't sleep. Of course, you're going to be a moody fuck. 
you know, they also said you get irritable. I'm like, great, great, great. This is going to, I'll be healthy. I'll feel great. And I'll have no friends because I'll be a moody, fat fuck. But it's not like, you know, weight gain. Like It's like bloated weight. It's like a bloated sort of pudgy sort of weight gain. It's not like your whole body gains weight. Like I, like I said, I did it once, you know, when I did the movie True Romance, granted I was 24 years old, but I always remember being on prednisone when I did the movie True Romance because in that film, most people wouldn't be know the difference because, you know, they're just looking at a person, but there's a bloatedness in my face. Dick Ritchie has a bloatedness in his face. And that time, you know, I, I was on that, that Lance Armstrong. I was, I was on that shit. Um, nonetheless, you know, I had to take action. Like I said, I'm eating good. I'm not like going to fuck around with the medicine for a long term. I'm under the best doctor's care in New York City. And, um, you know, I have a history with it. And I'm going to be disciplined. And I'm going to take the medicine and get off as soon as possible. And hopefully, you know, get back to my normal self and feeling like my normal self. And, you know, and just move on. Move on with my fucking life. I, I hope I'm not boring you guys talking about it. You know, I try not to be too ultra, ultra personal when I'm doing the podcast. I try to make it about you guys. It's like a service business. I feel like I'm serving you, the rapper pack. But also... I feel like I could be as honest with you guys as I more than I could be anywhere else. I'm not like on social media, like sharing these things with everybody. And in a way, you know, articulating this the last two two weeks, you know, um, it has been um, it's been helpful. It's been helpful. So, like I said, I hope I'm not being boring, and I hope I'm not being self indulgent. I, I truly. I truly try to make the podcast about you guys entertaining, shit-talking, um, and disruptive for the fans, for the listeners. Because if it ain't about the listeners, if I'm doing this by myself on the corner in a man diaper, roaming the streets, and no one's listening, we got, we got bigger fish to fry than all sort of colitis. We have, that's when you got a rubber room. That's when we're talking about that one floor over the cuckoo's nest. That's when we're talking about put the ball in the hoop, chief. Put the ball in the hoop, chief. Miles Jordan. Play a little clip from uh, one floor over the cuckoo's nest there when uh, Jack Nicholson's trying to get chief to put the ball in the hoop. Jump up in the air and stuff that son of a bitch in there, chief. Anyway, we don't want to be in the rubber room, although it looked fun for Jack Nicholson and the chief, and sometimes we had a great time watching... One Flow of the Cuckoo's Nest. What a good movie, that fucking One Flow of the It actually made, it seemed like, you know, if you're in there, parts of the day ain't bad. Parts of the day may not be bad. One Flow of the Cuckoo's is fucking great movie. What a good fucking movie, man. That fucking Jack Nicholson is a force, a unique, singular force of acting nature. Motherfucking... Jack Nicholson, one of the best. Top five. Easy on any list. You know, I, we always forget Jack Nicholson. I do. You know, De Niro, Pacino, 
Denzel. Jack Nicholson's a fucking monster. So good, so unique. You can't even imitate him. Because if you imitate Jack Nicholson as an actor, you're clearly imitating and biting from Jack Nicholson. He was so unusual, man. Fuck, Jack Nicholson's shit, man. From Easy Rider to Chinatown to One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. I mean, just so many films, so good for so long. I don't know if he's going to ever act again. But fucking Jack Nicholson, one of the best to ever do it easily. Easily, easily, easily. I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby. Needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok, will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. So, the ruse is up. The con is up. The fucking party's over here. 
for these transgender swimmers, particularly this Leah Thomas, the Penn, is it Penn State? Is it Penn State or Penn, Pennsylvania University? Whatever. The fucking, the transgender swimmer who's been competing against women, although this fucking Leah Thomas was born a man, competed as a man, transitioned via surgery, although it's alleged that Leah Thomas, the transgender swimmer, never got that dick removed, although it, it's like malfunctioned. It's like a dead dick. Which, why would you want a dick if it's essentially dead? Like a, And if Leah Thomas, when he was a dude, wait, hold on. If Leah Thomas, when she was a dude, had a big dick, and then transitioned to a woman, and then that big dick became a big old dead dick, why would you want to keep it anyway? I mean, who am I to say? Who am, who's anybody to say what you're going to do with a, a big old dead dick? But Leah Thomas, the, the most famous transgender athlete in the world who's been just smashing annihilating every single college swimming record there was, just beating the shit out of the competition all last year, is done. The FINA, the world's swimming governing body, adopted a new policy to prohibit transgender women from competing in women's races, as it should be. Like I said... Like I fucking said, no disrespect to the WNBA, but right now at 52, with ulcerative colitis, you transition me. I can make it in the WNBA. People are like, well, you suck. Put your money where your mouth is. 52 years old, with the ulcerative colitis, with the inflammation, I transition to a woman. Again, I'm not saying I'm going to be fucking Sue Bird or Diana Taurasi out here. I'm not saying I'm going to start. I'm going to be a star. But I guarantee you I can make it onto a WNBA roster as a 53-year-old woman. It would never happen. They wouldn't allow it. It's like what Dave Chappelle said. If LeBron James transitioned to a woman, he'd average 200 points a game in the WNBA. LeBronica James would dominate the WNBA scoring two. Fuck Wilt Chamberlain. LeBronica James would be hitting 200 points. Fuck 100 points. He would average 100 points. Excuse me. LeBronica James, she would average 100 points a game. Motherfucker would be. It would be. Oh, man. But under the new rules, a transgender woman can only compete in women's races if they have completed their transition by age 12. So if you're not about that life at age 12, which you shouldn't be, can't do all those surgeries at age 12, you're done. You're done. They are opening a separate category, which will be created for swimming competitors in the future. So there'll be a transgender Swimming league, and there'll probably be about two people in it. 
You know when the races uh, happen, the qualifying race is like 10 swimmers? There'll be two people. Because there's only like this fucking Leah Thomas, the transgender swimmer who literally broke every fucking woman's record this year. So you're done. Now, if you're really about that life, you want to compete, listen, Leah Thomas, go back to competing against the men. You can't. You're not even better than the best high school swimmer. The con is up. The game's fucking over. The party's fucking over. And, and this is nothing about transgender rights, homophobic, transphobic. No. And the most iconic transgender person in the world, the most well-known transgender person in the world, Caitlyn Jenner, who, as we all know, when he was Bruce, was an Olympic decathlon Gold medalist, Bruce was that fucking dude with the big shoulders and the hairy chest. Still playing sports. Caitlyn Jenner applauded this because Caitlyn Jenner knows. She's probably beating the shit out of people at the 70-year-old and, and over, however the fuck old uh, she is. She plays golf. She runs. She plays tennis. She's probably beating these bitches' ass when she competes. So Leah Thomas, the fucking party's over. Like I said, they're going to have a new, a new league for transgender swimmers. I guarantee you there won't be enough people to have a tournament. They're working on a group will spend the next six months to determine how the open category, that's what they're calling it, the open category would operate. The open category, there's not enough, not enough people, not enough competitors that want to be a part of it. And I say, great. Fucking dude, Leah Thomas, big fucking six foot five with a dead dick. Beating the shit out of women. Get the fuck out of here with all that goofy, crazy shit. Get the fuck out of here. I'm feeling a little good there. Got me a little uh, hyped up there. It's good to know that I still got a little, uh, little something in the tank. That's that fucking Barry Bonds. You see, you can't compete against women if you were a man. You can't compete against men if you're on that Barry Bonds, that Lance Armstrong. Gives you a competitive edge. That Alex Rodriguez, that A-Rod. He was on that bullshit. I'm on that A-Rod right now. Other podcasters, they can't compete with me. Hopped up on that A-Rod. What else is going on? The Golden State Warriors had their parade in San Francisco. Looked like a fun time for them. I mean, I would never want to be a part of one of those fuck unless I was like on a float, but I would never want to be in the crowd. Too many people. Uh, but they won the championship. They beat the shit out of the Boston Celtics in six games. That's right. Beat the shit out of them. Ruined them in the last two. And now they're the champs. And they're going to continue to kick ass. And, and you know, sometimes 
I have to say there's just too many forums, too many opinions. I'm probably one of them discussing, trying to break down who's good, who's not good, where Steph Curry lies on the top 10 players of all time. Should he be a top 10 player of all time? Are the Warriors a dynasty? Are they not a dynasty? And it comes from these bitter fucks like that fucking Bill Simmons tried to say that the Warriors aren't a dynasty. The fuck? Bill, you just fucked up because you thought your team, the Boston Celtics, were going to win. And they didn't win. You sit there with your dad at the games. We've been having season tickets since 1953 and my dad hasn't missed a game since 1953. Nobody gives a shit. And I'm not discrediting, but his, his book of basketball is awesome. But you know you're fucked up in the brain. You know you're wounded. You're a wounded Boston Celtics fanboy. If you try to say that the Golden State Warriors, after all they've done in the last eight years, going to all those finals, ten years after going to all those finals, Winning some, losing some. Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant injury. Klay Thompson, Steve Kerr, Steph Curry this, Steph Curry that, LeBron. From having the worst record in the league to beating the shit out of your Boston Celtics. You try to say that this isn't a fucking dynasty? The Golden State Warriors are a more prolific, accomplished dynasty than the 1980 Boston Celtics. The 1980 Boston Celtics only won three championships during the 80s. They went there five times. They lost twice, which all teams do. The only team that never lost in the finals is the Michael Jordan Bulls. But the Spurs lost. The great Spurs teams lost. They look like they were falling apart. They come back. That's a dynasty. The Miami Heat with LeBron James, that four-year run, two for four. They went four times. They lost two times. The Los Angeles Lakers of the 80s. They went. They lost. They lost. They won. The only team in the modern era that we could call the current modern era uh, dynasty is the Golden State Warriors. Now you want to be upset because you thought your fucking Boston Celtics were going to win. They fucking lost. Maybe you need to go to Cancun, dust yourself off, or, or where do they go out there? Uh, Nantucket, all those Boston fucks, they go to Nantucket. Go to Nantucket. Go to Cape Cod. Go out to the Cod. Have some chowder. Don't podcast Bill fucking Simmons. Bullshit Bill Simmons. The night after your team gets fucking ruined in Boston. Okay? These Golden State Warriors are a more accomplished dynasty than the 1980s Boston Celtics. Swallow that pill. Do the fucking math. Look it up. They won three championships. The Golden State Warriors have now won four championships. They've set themselves up to possibly win more champions. I mean, you see in the playoffs, I don't care what your team is, who your team is. 
Winning an NBA championship ain't easy. The highs, the lows, the tweet thumbs, the elbow extensions, the fucking ankles, and the technical foul. It's, you go through it. I don't care who it is. Whether you like the team or not, the Toronto Raptors, it don't matter. Milwaukee Bucks, it does not matter. To win a championship in the NBA is fucking challenging. And these lists, it's like, first of all, Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain, where there's so few actual full games of what, and I'm not taking anything away from Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain. I wrote about Wilt Chamberlain, particularly wrote about Bill Russell in my book. Did you ever get my book? Did you ever listen to the book, This Book Has Balls? Sports rants from the MVP of Talking Trash. I'm not saying that Bill Russell isn't an important figure in sports. I'm not saying that he's not a breakthrough figure. I'm not saying that he wasn't a great winner. And he did beat Will Chamberlain, another great player. But aside from Will Chamberlain, look at the fucking guys he was competing against. He's competing against my uncles. Ashkenazi Jews with flat... Talk about inflammation. You don't think these fucking guys, these fucking slow, hairy-legged white guys that Bill Russell was competing against in 1961, 1962, 19... You don't think a lot of these guys he was competing against had all sort of colitis and inflammation problems? Butchers. Podiatrists. These guys were selling insurance in the offseason. Bill Russell was just ahead of his time. Everybody, Bill Russell's on everybody's list. Will Chamberlain's on everybody's list. And I'm like, have you how many, how many full Bill Russell games have you ever watched? I've seen none. How many full Will Chamberlain games have you ever watched? I only saw one when I was doing the When the Garden Was Eden. Not many even exist. Yet those guys are on everybody's list because of the sentimentality, historically what they accomplished. Look at the stats. Yeah, look at the fucking stats. What Will Chamberlain did, no one will ever do again because he was playing against guys with ulcerative colitis and inflammation. He averaged 50 points. Duh! If I played against fucking ninth graders... Well, right now it'd have to be like sixth graders. If I played against fucking sixth graders, I'd average 50 fucking points a game also. But these lists, it's all a matter of who you like, who you watched, your preference, what you actually seen. Like if you're following basketball now and you watch the Golden State Warriors, you're going to, and you look at the clips of the Boston Celtics, you're going to be like, well, fuck these guys. They look slow. They look white. You can even say that about the fucking, the Los Angeles Lakers. Like, oh, well, the Golden State Warriors would kick their fucking asses in the 80s. It's preference. It's preferential treatment. And when you start looking at the stats, it's like, you, you better look at the time then in which they played. Because these fucking guys in the six, the league wasn't even integrated. Bill Russell was playing in a non-integrated league. There was a limited amount of black people allowed on each team. 
Same for a lot of Will Chamberlain's career. The league wasn't fully integrated. They had a quota. They had a fucking quota. That's a fact. I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the Draft Kings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby. Needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok, will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Stereo, get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees, iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Anyway, we're done with basketball for the time being. I don't know what you guys are watching. I haven't heard anybody uh, discuss this show that I'm really enjoying. I'm about to watch the finale of The Offer, which I talked about starring that kid, Miles Teller, who, I mean, he's hot shit right now. I watched this other movie that he's in on Netflix called Scarhead. You know, a lot of these movies that are being made right now, it's all about, like, digital implants and AI and not the great AI, Alan Iverson, like, you know, AI, artificial intelligence and mind control and all that. There's a lot of that shit. 
with the Squid Games and all this shit. But there's a, a new Netflix show, a movie called Scarhead, which is good, interesting, weird, but like Severance, another good show, directed by Ben Stiller, Patricia Arquette, John Turturro, cool cast. I don't know what they're trying to set us up for here, uh, but I'm really enjoying um, that movie. Scarhead's good. It's bugged out on Netflix. But like I, I said, I'm really enjoying The Offer, which is about the making of The Godfather. Yeah, it's the, fir it's the first day of summer, and then we're in July, and you know what we do? First week of July, we start soft prepping for fantasy football. It's called soft prepping pre-gaming, um, soft, soft. I don't want to go crazy, but we start sniffing around. We start watching the workouts, running some numbers, crunching the numbers. Because by the end of July, we're boom, we're focused on fantasy football. And uh, in July, I'm actually, I am doing shows. I'm doing a Milwaukee. I'll be in Milwaukee the 14th. I'm, I'm going to be there. Barring anything crazy with my health. I, I feel like I'm going to be able to make these shows 14th, 15th, and 16th. I'm in Milwaukee performing there live. First time I've ever performed comedy in Milwaukee. Um, you could come see me live the 14th, 15th, and 16th at the Improv in Milwaukee, which obviously I'll be so fucking excited to be able to perform and enjoy myself and Enjoy the crowds. And then uh, two weeks after that, I'll be in Brickton at Brickton Comedy in OKC. Oklahoma City. I'll be in Oklahoma City July 29th and July 30th at Brickton Comedy. Tickets are obviously available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com, michaelrappaportcomedy.com, the 29th, 30th, and 31st in OKC. And the 14th, 15th, and 16th in Milwaukee. And I'm really, really hoping that I'm good to go. And I'm, I'm, I'm assuming I'll be good to go uh, to perform at those shows because I hated canceling the last ones. Fucking hated canceling them. And uh, those are going to be rescheduled. The Virginia Beach and the San Antonio shows will be rescheduled um, ASAP. Um, if not this year, at the top of next year. Um, but all tickets, all information is available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com. The other thing in sports that it's starting already, the NBA draft and the NBA free agency. And kooky Kyrie Irving has, he's hit a roadblock apparently. You know, these things don't just come out of thin air, but uh, kooky Kyrie Irving has hit a roadblock with the Brooklyn Nets in his renegotiation with the Brooklyn Nets. He wants a long-term guaranteed deal, and the Brooklyn Nets are like, listen, and, and I'm sick and tired of every time we talk about Kyrie Irving, we always have to preface it by going, the man is, he's this, he's great, he's incredible. We know all that. We also know that this guy's fucking off the fucking rails at times. We also know that he doesn't acknowledge being off the rails. He's an entitled off the rails fuck. It's one thing to be off the rails. It's another thing to not acknowledge that you're off the fucking rails. And 
He doesn't acknowledge that he's off the fucking rails. So he thinks he deserves a four-year fully loaded extension with the Brooklyn Nets. And it's like, again, you got to go, we all know when he's out there playing, he's this, that, and third. But the problem is, a lot of times, the motherfucker's not out there playing. We also know that Kyrie Irving would have his own practices. So two-time MVP, Hall of Fame coach, former player, Steve Nash would have practices, and then afterwards, Kyrie Irving would bring out five players and run his own practices in the practice facility. You know how disrespectful that is to your coach and the other players? And the other players are like, oh, well, what the fuck are we going to tell him? So now this fucking guy is upset when the Nets are like, we're not guaranteeing you a four-year extension because we don't know what the fuck you're going to be doing in four days, let alone four years. If I'm Kyrie Irving, I'd be like, yo, give me the max money year to year. I don't have to commit to you. You don't have to commit to me like LeBron James. Give me full max money this year. You don't want to come back? Don't come back. But this fucking guy thinks he's deserving of whatever he wants, however he wants, because of his talent. And the, the Nets are like, yo, fuck that shit. We're not going to be left at the altar. We're not going to be left trying to figure out what the fuck is going on week to week, month to month with this overly sensitive guy who says basketball is not the most important thing. Well, if basketball, it's the most important thing to the Brooklyn Nets ownership. If it ain't the most important thing to you, Kyrie Irving, how do you expect them to commit to you in four years where if they give you a four-year deal, the motherfucker could just be like, I'm done, I'm, go I'm living in Saint-Tropez, I'm moving back to Africa, I'm opening an ashram in India, any crazy shit. You're not dependable. You're not fucking dependable. And now there's rumors that he might go to the Lakers. Any Laker fans out there that have any fucking long, big dreams that Kyrie Irving is coming there, it's never, ever, ever happening. They do not have the money to pay Kyrie Irving to come to the Los Angeles Lakers. Yes, it would be awesome. Yes, it would be exciting. But they don't have the money. He will never play for these Los Angeles Lakers and LeBron. The only way he could play for the Lakers is if they traded LeBron James. The Brooklyn Nets ain't trading for Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant ain't getting back together. The gang's not getting back together. But this fucking guy's delusional if he thinks anybody should commit. Listen, take it to Orlando. They'll give you whatever the fuck you want. You're in Orlando. They're saying he may come to the Knicks. Don't do it. Don't do it. Never trust a big button a smile. That boy is poison. Anyway, I'm done. Came, saw, disrupted, came, saw, and dis riggedy rupted. I want everybody to stay safe, stay sane. Keep your fucking head on a swivel at all times. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers, take me out of here with something real nice. 
Tiggity, take me out of here with something real proper. But most importantly, take me out of here with something real loud and real funky. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. I'm out. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.